Failures and Fakes contains explicit language and content that is not suitable for children. Go clean your fucking room. Welcome to Failures and Fakes, episode 14. I'm your host and paternal podcast parent, Cooper Nichols, and I'm joined by Kyle Schultz. I am the paternal of the the wife and husband unit. Also, what? <laughs> huh? Also joined by CJ Nichols. I ha- guys, I have this really funny story. <laughs> <laughs> also joined by Pecker Schultz. I'm paternal of TJ, apparently. How daddy. how does that? As he says. How does that? Because <laughs> he's daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Just a deep, deep breath. That's good listening right there, folks. That's primo. Now take a deep breath with your ass. <laughs> I just imagine like a... That's what I. That's what I imagine. Like the sucking sound of air coming into your sphinx. Sphinx. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I read about the Egyptian. My ass is gulping. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Speaking of assholes, the Seven Eleven new big I, ass gulp. I have a question. Out. So I was pondering today while working. There's this, job? there's this old man that I see fairly regularly. He's oh, in yeah? his 60s, but he acts like really he's like on his deathbed. So the first <laughs> thing. so sad. Boomer on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing he like, he always goes, hey, 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 hey. Whenever I see him, because that's how he gets my attention. Because, you know. You know, because just a normal, hey, what's you, up, man? How you deal with humans is you go, hey, 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 like a dog. So he. <laughs> Fuck I was you, ta- old people. I, I hate was, you. I was talking to somebody, and he keeps going, hey, 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 hey. So I walk over to him, and he's like, man, I I shit this four is, times today. Does his voice <laughs> change? Once yeah. you start going, once you actually start talking to him? Yeah. It's real deep. He does. Hey, yeah. so I was... Is that, is that really how it is? Well, he's old, so I don't know how to do his voice. It's deeper than mine, because most male voices are deeper than mine. But he says, I shit four times today. He's like, the first two were solid. The second two was all liquid coming out of me. And he was, he went into further detail about like the texture of his poo. Why are you sharing this? Well, I want to know. He shared with you. You did not have to share with 30 minutes later, I went into the bathroom. Oh, fuck me. No, thank you. And there was shit in, on, and around the toilet. Fuck. So it was on the lid. On the the low? On the, what's the thing you lift up? Is that a lid? The, the, the seat? The seat, the seatish thing. I think it's called the. So mid-lid. there was like a solid like shit ring around the very back of the the thing you sit on, and then there was shit around the front, which I don't know how how you excavate your external organs onto the <laughs> front <laughs> of, <laughs> of your. The worst choice is 
wrong. But okay, <laughs> evacuate, evacuate Evac- your excrement, excrete. Ex- 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 I don't know how you get correct. shit on the back of the toilet seat and in the front of the toilet seat and then Maybe around there was no the toilet bowl. Paper, so he had to wipe his ass that's, on the seat. That's Does quite he have a, a loose spread. hole? So it's either, yeah, maybe he's been fisted multiple times. My God. Or, <laughs> or maybe it was such an explosive shit that as soon as it touched the, or, the water, it, it bounced off. Or like fireworks. He started shitting before he sat down. Okay. That, that's possible. That's maybe yeah. more than likely. Leaking he out. Sit, he probably can't sit down fast. That's pretty insightful. Or Parker. maybe when he got up, he didn't wipe properly before he stood up and it just kind of like kept seeping out. I don't know. There's a lot of things, but I just wonder what is the proper etiquette in a public restroom? What are you supposed like if you leave use it. your bowels <laughs> fucking everywhere? Like, what do you do? Because as a person without a butthole, I don't know how that works. Well, but you see, in a public restroom, like, when I drag my pink sock around the public, oh <laughs> when your pink sock touches the toilet water, <laughs> when I shit, my pink sock hits the water. Does it does it have quite the ring? As I've as honestly been thinking about this all day. Like, if um, your insides exploded out of you, like, what is the proper etiquette? Do you just leave it and then tell the person, like, by the way, my butthole exploded twice today, but the first two were solid. Like, do you? That's a weird hint to drop. It's like a scavenger hunt. Like. I took a good poop and I took a bad poop. Which one did I leave at your restaurant? Exactly. <laughs> that is fucked. That's sadistic. Does this guy like go around Hayden just like exploding different people's bathrooms and be like, no, because mm. he doesn't have a life. So the only place he comes is to where. Oh, he comes there too. I am employed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I what's the etiquette? I yeah, would just like, fucking give up and if die. If your butthole exploded, like, <laughs> what would you do? Would you I like try, face attempt, it? I would but die. would you attempt to like clean up the ring of shit that you left on the back of yeah, the toilet seat? Likely that was visible. So the next person that needed to drop their fucking shit <laughs> didn't have to sit on your fucking shit. You see, the only reason I wouldn't do that, <laughs> there's there's two there's two things I would do. Is if there was already shit everywhere, then I wouldn't clean up my shit because what does it matter? Well, there's I'm not going to go. I'm but not going to. Well, sometimes you, you mean gotta. If adding to a communal shit. If I'm adding to a communal shit pile, would I will not clean my shit pile. You sit on a up. toilet seat that had a no, ring I would of shit hover. on it. I would hover. I would do an air dump. Okay. 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 All right. You do a hover poo. <laughs> That's actually another thing. It's, it's you do it. You do it camping, right? You go up in a tree and you shit. In the air, you just, you no. just, it's called an air dump. Up no. in a tree? Yes. No. Like no. a sloth. No, 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 no. One hand. No, you do not. <laughs> yes, it no, is you, a thing. People climb Take trees that raccoons. to poop. It's called an air dump. It's just for fun. An air dump? An air dump. That's not fun. That's It would wrong. be so funny to watch. Could you imagine that log just... You just watch all the other people you're camping with walk by and just like, I'm just going to poop on you. <laughs> I just have some sort of like shit fetish. I'm just I just want to poop on everybody I know. Could you imagine how much control you'd have to have over Bowser to like actually land it on someone? How like, do you... <laughs> how well, do you now, <laughs> go. And then it just like shoots out. That would be really, really Do you controlled. have to bring up toilet paper with you? When I you, mean, you probably could. 
or do you just use whatever is available? You just kind of rub on reach? the branch. Oh, oh, back okay. and forth like a little slide. You just get some slivers in your butt. That's okay. another. You just thing. grab some pine. You guys needles. keep bringing it's up all of the these fun, things. bro. When it's you, just, it's just it's for shits and gigs. When you like back back in the day when they used to not, not when when like. What's what would be a when job? But there was there was jobs where you had to like maybe it was like like park rangers or like forest rangers, but they actually didn't like go home every day. They would like be out in the woods for like weeks at a time. Maybe it's that job, or maybe it was like surveying or something like that. But I know someone whose dad used to do that, and they wouldn't bring toilet paper because you wouldn't bring toilet paper for a month. Like that's a lot of toilet paper to bring. How so much what, are you shitting? That's an unreasonable quantity of toilet paper. When you have not wiping, it, that's ha- worse than packing a large amount of toilet paper. Well, we had to bring all your food in a backpack. You're not going to bring a bunch of toilet paper. So, yes, I am. Well, maybe you are. Bring some wet wipes. Well, they didn't. <laughs> so what they, this was back, maybe it was even they're, grandpa. They're compressed. It was a while. So You would rather walk around what? for a month with your shit no, ass. No, it's not. I mean, you're going you to say have, it still is. You but just have little I'm not hard it, you pieces bastards. of, you have hard pieces of shit. Fuck just like, no, you have a, your fuck ass y'all, ass. I'm not done with the story. You have no, a farm of know. dingleberries no. around yeah. the forest. Yeah. What you do is you find a mossy log, you take your shit, and then you wipe your ass on the mossy log. And then, and then you, you fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also something that used to happen. <laughs> I think it's the only thing Parker said since I hit record. <laughs> no. He said his he said said other things like how TJ calls me dad. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, Kyle, you can't justify the concept of no. not having toilet paper. I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying it has happened. It shouldn't have. But this was pre-boomer time too. <laughs> so things were different before the boomers killed everybody. <laughs> the the boomer pocket with, with the yeah. Like like what fifty BB? Okay, but back to my boomer? question. <laughs> back to my question about <laughs> it, Parker. If your butthole exploded and there was visible shit everywhere, what would you do? Okay, so I'd probably fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably clean up a little bit. What you could and a little I'd bit. Run. I'd I'd run. Yeah, you would leave. You wouldn't like you wouldn't inform. Run. That's hell no. Anybody that your butt was running. No. Maybe that was the third runny shit he had that day. No. I think because I feed him, he doesn't pay for anything. I usually pay for his stuff because he's this old guy. He doesn't have any friends, so I pay for what he consumes. Fuck, no, I'm sad. And I think somebody gave him something that gave him a da runs. Maybe it was you and he was just paying his revenge. Well, no, because he had he had already excavated his asshole. <laughs> excavated. Man, I just he got I a just wanna, I just want a picture of someone doing doing like downward facing dog and then like someone in a freaking backhoe just ready to claw out their asshole. Why are you trying to imagine that? Because that's what I imagine when you say excavating your asshole. Why? Because oh, it's, just, it's an excavator. <laughs> fucking hell. That Jeez. doesn't make it okay. Just a big metal If you're going to scrape out somebody's <laughs> butthole, that's probably not a good thing to be imagining. One of my coworkers says that she lived in a house with some people, and they were like... I did that once. On drugs. <laughs> oh, really? And they never had toilet paper in the bathroom, but they would use hers. So she started like 
locking her stuff away. And then she found her coffee filters in the bathroom and that's what they were using for toilet paper. How would a coffee filter feel on your butthole? Well, I think is it bleached or unbleached? Is... No, it's bleached. What size? Cone? Like regular, Square. like cone, flat? No, like the flat bottom. I think a cone you could kind of put your hand in there and make like a puppet type thing and kind of drill out the excess. But that what were be they doing? Bef- what were they doing before they had access to coffee filters? Like my theory was because she said they didn't have any like anything to wash in the bathroom. Like they didn't have soap and they didn't have. Oh, okay, so that's you like hand. Okay. They didn't have like body wash or no, shampoo. That's not so. Okay. Were they like finger scooping <laughs> their buttholes, or were they just going and like leaving the toilet with poop butt? You just what do you, what do you, you call just that? have chronic poop butt. <laughs> <laughs> or do you just shower and bend over and hope for the best? <laughs> so Eleanor and I played a house show in Reno. A long time ago, and it was the one time I've been in Reno, and it was the one show I've played in Reno because it was the one time I've been in. You know, we played one show in Reno. Do you too, get it? Was ass. You, Sounds like Reno just sucks. Reno ass. sucks. Reno's so we ass. we played it like this really shitty house that was just like basically a home for homeless people, and I don't know who owned it or whatever, but everybody there was kind of sketchy. So we hung out there for a couple of days, and uh, you hung out there for a couple of days. Yeah, we spent a couple of days there. We we got a we got a motel because it was really gross. But uh, but you spent a couple spent, days in Reno sp- in general. Well, yeah, but we were hanging out at the house quite a bit. Was the motel gross? No, th- it was great, uh, especially in comparison, because this place was nasty. It was like bands would play shows like in the garage because it's one of those like underground garages kind of that has like a slope down to it. It was just fucking huge, awesome garage, but the rest of the house was like like holes in walls and spray paint and probably piss and shit and cum and other bodily fluids. <laughs> We only ever played anywhere where there was cum everywhere. We were like, yeah. if we can't come in and with a black light and just look at all the cum, then we won't play at your venue. I'm sorry. We have if your green room has clean couches, fuck you. We require cum-covered couches. Clean couches. <laughs> CCC, cum-covered couches. That's the only thing that we would have on our writer is if you do not have cum-covered couches, we're not going to show up. We can have a writer. <laughs> Sweet did shut up. So we're hanging out at this house, and I have to take a shit really bad, and it's like right before the show, and I have like pre-show shits, you know? I don't know if you guys ever experienced that. I have. Like that anxiety before a show, and you're like, my butthole is falling out. Everything inside oh, me pink just sock, wants pink to sock. fall out. Not Why do you sock. say that? <laughs> if you say that, it literally means pink sock when your butthole falls okay, out. Okay, the contents of me... My contents of my body want to just fall out and go away. The things I have eaten want to want to leave. Your yeah, liver, your kidneys, your stomacha. Basically all of it is what it felt like. <laughs> it's like that clench. It's like that tight, painful clench that burns. <laughs> and so I really have to shit. So fucking bad. But this there's is like the 20 shit people. Podcast. There's like 20 people I don't know. And like I have a couple friends there, and everybody else is strangers, and I don't know whose whose house it is, or whose bathroom it is, or whose toilet paper it's supposed to be. But I get in there, there's no toilet paper. So thankfully, I didn't take a shit because there's no toilet paper. You would have hand wiped. I would have had to hand wipe. Or you should have just went in one of the holes in the walls. (laughs) Just a spray. Yeah. So just back up. So I start. I start. Beep. (laughs) Okay. Listen. (laughs) 
So I raise the toilet lid, right? And there's like there's like half of a toilet paper tube in there. And there's shit on it. <laughs> oh, I, I have done that before. Like a shit? Like a whole shit? No. It was at one of it's those. It's like smeared. Like somebody wiped their ass with a toilet paper tube that they basically ripped in half or something. Yes. What do you think? Yes. Do you think they just backed up on it and just kind of grinded no. their butthole again? It's kind of like it? If it's grinding. half of it, it's then like no, a they skateboard. tore it and then they wiped with it. I've done that before. What is wrong with you? I had no other choice. <laughs> so it was then, that or not wipe. What was I going to do? I started looking around in the bathroom for toilet paper. It's like, I have to fucking evacuate my bowels. <laughs> like, there is... Excavate, excavate. Excavate. There's a pandemic in my gut, and it needs to leave my butt. <laughs> so I start looking around the bathroom for shit paper, and look. I'm looking around, and I'm like... Just take a glance into the garbage can, look away, look back, and there's like three toilet papers, t- toilet paper rolls, covered in shit. <laughs> like full, like like they didn't unroll. They're just like I'm gonna use the no, whole. No, they were. Roll. It was like somebody like ripped, tried ripping it to make it flat, like very thick corrugated ass paper, but they were covered in shit, just fucking sitting there. <laughs> And I literally quit the band the next day. Really? So yeah, yeah. So that, that's, that did it for you. That, that would do it for that, me. That was a Fuck big that. part of it. Was I had to go around and ask the people who might live at the house where the shit paper was. It was fucking horrific. Could you just use a towel? <laughs> and nobody would have noticed. Nobody would have known the difference. I probably should have. <laughs> you just left it there. But, but you have to think how many people's hands you guys have been on that towel. Next. Do you want that on your ass? It'd be like a handkerchief. You Kyle, know? you're talking like, about rubbing your ass on moss. Yeah. How many how many deers have like licked it or whatever? What do deers do to moss? Yeah, you get know. AIDS from that. <laughs> I think they fuck it. You get deer AIDS. <laughs> if you grind your ass AIDS. against moss, do you get you get deer AIDS? <laughs> Some sort of mushroom infection of the butthole. So yeah, that was I don't know. And ever since then, I'm so scared to poop anywhere. Like I hate the act of having. I just hate the feeling of having to poop because it's it gotta makes be, me panic. It's gotta be like is it some a, sort of shit anxiety. Shit. Is it a tail? No, it's a mushroom. <laughs> Can you imagine a mushroom going out your ass. <laughs> That's what I. I don't to need to imagine what you were talking about. <laughs> oh man, does it keep growing? Like yeah, continuously. Yeah, you cut that shit off. It'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fungal infection. <laughs> Real serious. It's coming out of my butt. <laughs> and then when you sit when you sit down, you can say I'm on shroom. Or you can say <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna drop a oh, toadstool. I have another shit story from the same from that same This trip. is the poop podcast. I have another shit story. I don't know how this story resolves. I don't know how I ended up pooping here. But we went on this trip, while we were on this trip, I think it was the first day we were there. We went and got ramen at this like hole in the wall in downtown Reno. Man, Reno seems to be the shit. Is it the it same hole shit. in the wall that you pooped in? It's, it was similar, but not the same. Okay. So I saw on this ramen place menu that they have like this chili oil. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I want to try that. And of course, I try it and I put a lot in because I like oil and I like ramen and I like spicy. And so I just kind of dumped like probably a quarter cup of like chili oil, which is like super concentrated spicy oil. Do you know what oh. two things in the world make you shit the most? Flaming Spicy asshole. food and oil. 
And coffee. So, so like halfway into this ramen, I'm like, oh my God, I have to shit. <laughs> so fucking bad. That fast? Yeah, it kicked in like within minutes. It was just like, I, I just, I have to just let the floodgates open somewhere. I don't care. <laughs> so like, it, again, it's like full panic mode. It's like, where am I going to Part poop? the red butthole. <laughs> <laughs> let my butthole go. <laughs> so yeah, that was another panic poop. It was like, how am I going to fucking do this? Like, like panic this, <laughs> this ramen place doesn't have like a bathroom. Why not? You're making people have to poop, but they can't poop here. Like Whoa. if you're if you're Whoa, gonna what get happened? if you, I can't remember how it resolved. No, no, no. People here? have to poop, but they have to poop here. It was <laughs> the one word. You, you didn't notice that? Like literally, you jumped an octave. I have to poop, but they have to poop here. <laughs> you literally didn't skip a beat. How? Because I say everything's stupid, so I just ignore it. <laughs> but it's like if this place doesn't have a public restroom and they are giving people explosive diarrhea, they know it. They know what they are doing to society at large. Like they are giving people explosive diarrhea and not fixing it. Maybe they expect it's criminal. To be diaper people. Swear like, they're just diaper people. Dude, it's gonna leak out. Cooper, do you have any listener questions? No, we don't. But uh, I wanted to talk about the titular episode of our titular show. I still don't know exactly what titular means, so I'm going to use it improperly. But Failures and Fakes is a titular music video of our titular podcast. Holding or con- constituting a purely, purely formal position or title without <laughs> any real authority. Authority. Holy crap. Authority? You're dyslexic. <laughs> Today. Dyslexics are deeple poo, okay? <laughs> Yes, we par. Holding um, or constituting a purely formal position or title without any. Do you want to talk about the failures and fakes music video? Yeah, because we've talked about a lot of the other music videos pretty in depth, and I feel like failures and fakes did not do well, which is kind of funny because it's like our podcast. Yeah, the song and <laughs> the music video did not yes, do but well. Also, that the podcast. song is what Solid State found, so it did well for us. So what was that music video like? Wasn't that like one of the earlier ones you guys put out? I think it was the second Three. or third. Yeah, it was the third. third. Yeah, so we had been signed off of the album Saloon, and Failures and Fakes was the first song that we had put out. We put out CoverGirl, and then we put out Class of 2010. 2010 was done before CoverGirl, but sequentially we, we released them differently. The Failures and Fakes video was miserable. I think that was probably... The video that I did not like doing the most. Like to film? Yeah. And the song was super hard to write, too. I wouldn't know about that. But (laughs) What happens in the video? The thing about the video was that the camera had to be set up in the same spot every time. The drums had to be the same distance away every time. Everything had to be the same, but we were in different locations. But Nothing what were there changed. like five or six different spots we did? Yeah. yeah. And it didn't actually work. It looks all right. But basically, so Kyle would have to measure, you know, how <laughs> far the drums were back, five how far the cabs quarters? were back. And we had to be fairly close to our the same spot too, right? No, we didn't care about us. We just cared about the instruments. Oh. So I didn't give a shit. Kyle did. That sounds typical. Though. And he was <laughs> really intense about it. 
And I was just like, whatever, but uh, I don't know. It was was that fun. The idea was that like you would cut between, you would cut between different shots of us playing at different locations, but literally the instruments wouldn't move. Like, like the instruments would be like the cabs and the drums would all be in the exact same position, but in different locations. But it didn't, it didn't work because you would require like a level surface like a uniform level surface for that to work. Otherwise yeah. you have issues with heights being different and then just topography would really screw with you. So that was, it didn't work. But the I thing guess. about it was we were in public areas and it was really uncomfortable. Well, yeah. cause you guys were supposed to look homeless, right? Yeah, oh, that too. That was part of it. Yes. Was us <laughs> So what, what the, f- why the fuck were you supposed to look homeless? Cause we were failures and fakes. Duh. So the whole idea of fuck you homeless people. I hate you. was like, you're all the same, that kind of idea of like you're homeless or you're like a businessman like at the end of the video. And we actually had to reshoot the end of the video because it didn't quite make sense. So the beginning of the video is all homeless style. And they're like... Parker, <laughs> homeless style? We were dressed as homeless No, the people. beginning is business style. California style. <clears throat> no, it is not. Who cares? No, because we had to go out and buy business clothes didn't we i don't know i haven't seen the video in years so we had to shoot like a bunch of stuff of like us walking around with like other people so we had a bunch of people come out there was a guy named benjamin we had angus there there was like a bunch of different people that came out we have a really cool high five there is a cool high five that you can hardly see it's really quick but me and angus did the most perfect high five i've ever done and yeah i think either of us in our entire lives but Parker's we didn't so look funny. at each other at all. We were just walking. Doo, doo, boom. Spot on. Perfect. I think that's um, love. It was amazing. It was pretty incredible. And I was worried Dawson wouldn't show it at all, but he did. It's hardly in there, but it's in there. Yeah. Like me. Um, <laughs> so we had to do... We What did we use? Charcoal? Yeah. To like dirty our faces. And like every time that we would go to shoot the homeless scenes, Dawson's like, you don't look homeless. You don't look homeless. You don't like, look homeless. But enough. you said that this was okay. Like I okayed the outfit with him. What does homeless look like? Oh, Parker looks so funny in these. Apparently I look like a Disney kid. It looks like okay. a shitty Van Gogh or something. <laughs> like char- like why, how are homeless people, like actual so homeless filmed, people getting charcoal on their face? We filmed all downtown Coeur d'Alene and like we did – some stuff behind mix where the Just dumpster was at. Yeah. And that's where like the guy from the Coeur d'Alene press came in and like took photos of us. Oh really? And we we're on the front page of the Coeur d'Alene press. Oh. It was real weird. Cause we were working at, were you? I was there. You were there. Yeah. It was weird. They had like a cutout of us and but, uh, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> Quite a few times we met Dawson. We didn't all go together. Like I would go with TJ oh, yeah. and Dawson would always give us the wrong Street. He didn't know what the street name was. She's just like, I don't know where the fuck he is. So just walk around for a while till we saw some homeless looking people. (laughs) And we had to put the camera in with a human in a, like a wagon and we'd like pull them instead of using a dolly. So it would be like, I think it was Ian who was just sitting in the wagon and somebody else would be pulling as we'd be filming. It was... That's high tech. Yeah, it was super like redneck style. It was supposed to be very representative of like the lyricism of the song, right? In a way. I mean, it was... I think it was kind of... uh, 
fail yours and fakes. Immaturely done. Immaturely is that the word? Is that the word to say? Not immaturely. Uh, immaturely. Superficial. Still not the word I'm trying to say. Juvenile. Yeah. Sure. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't thought out. It wasn't sophisticated way of of describing the song, but it was a way of describing a song, I guess. Yeah. Thank you for moving my mic, by the way. I like, appreciate. Like, do you mean visually? I got you. Representing it visually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it didn't work out great because we did have to go back and reshoot the ending of the video because we sent it to Solid State and Adam was like, there's not really a full story here. So we had to go back and re-record. All this stuff that we were in suits at the end of the video is all post the video being done. It was weird. That was it like definitely did not the worst music video experience because we went to the skate park in downtown Coeur d'Alene and like Dawson was like yelling at some of the skaters like no you need to do this now and they're like we're just here to skate like it wasn't anybody that we invited yeah there were just random skaters there and he's like you guys want to be in our video and he was like yelling at them <laughs> it was real weird and we were just kind of standing over there like oh god yeah he's like no you Guys on the bikes, you need to come up here when we do this, and then you guys on the skateboards need to do this when we do this part. I think Kyle's in his mode measuring. Yeah, Kyle was mad at me and Parker because we did not give a fuck. <laughs> we literally sat in the van when we didn't have to do anything. We were just like, fuck this, I hate this. I mean, it sounds like a shitty experience to have to film that. It was just like just weird. uncomfortable because you're just like out in the open. Like yeah. you're not in like when you guys did saloon, it was in a ghost town. When you did, uh, and all the people around us were they knew what we were doing. Yeah, and same thing with CoverGirl. Same thing with uh, Unwanted. But then with this video, you're kind of just like out in the public, where random people can see and be like, Unwanted what the fuck suck. Are these guys for different cool? reasons though? Unwanted sucked because of the heat and the yeah. mirrors and. I mean, I saw Digress doing a music video downtown once, and I was like, I would feel very uncomfortable if I were him right now. So, yeah, there's definitely been a lot of music videos done in Coeur d'Alene. There's, multi, there's a lot of, like, local rappers and stuff doing it, and you can always kind of tell, like, oh, you just didn't have any budget for your music video, so you did it on the boardwalk. That's basically what or we did. Or the top of the resort. Yeah, or on Tubbs Hill. Or yeah. there's like a where my where I took my senior photo. I've seen that in multiple music videos, like the staircase <laughs> on a brick wall that's just like totally unassuming and not special or cool looking. It's like wow, but I'm basically a celebrity at this a point. Brick wall, dead, <laughs> and people like brick walls, dead. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then I was watching, I was watching some live, some like live music videos. God damn it! Some live music videos the other day. Um, I can't remember which artists, but it got me thinking about the like autumn video because that's live, right? Yeah, that was when I broke my butt. Josh did that. So what is it like to do that? Because like I've, I've heard, oh that was the best. So easy. Because I've heard of bands like just playing the same song like twenty times in a row and just we didn't do it. that. No. We just had him there for all the dates of the tour. We just took him on the tour with us and just had him film. Now I think didn't didn't Dawson like say, "Oh, like we're shooting you for a music video, so like do something maybe." Like I said, I don't the last remember podcast, because 
I was fucking high. Okay, so I don't know. Why? But you weren't just high. So there was something there that we did. Oh, right. That is in the video. Um, so something happened to where there's a video of it. And that's my final answer. What? But the video doesn't like link up to what we're playing the whole time. No. It was just random stuff. It's just like clips against. Yeah, it's like a watch us what watch what happens on tour. I didn't realize we had a music video for like autumn. <laughs> I literally did not know that. It's the most Kyle thing. I also made a Germany video of when we went to yeah. Germany. It's oh, on my starts with it's on my YouTube and I used an Imagine Dragon songs. It hasn't been copyrighted striked. You can go watch it if you want. Copyrighted. You can strikes. watch you hobble away with your copywritten stricken. <laughs> yeah, I think like autumn has the most fun around it. Yeah, from an Song? Out, from an outside view, and from an inside view. <laughs> I think any video relating to like autumn is the most fun we've had on a video. Yeah, too. Is it is it just a fucking awful experience to shoot a music video? Like, uh, I don't think it's supposed to be, but it was. The biggest thing I've learned from doing this podcast with you guys is that being in a band is shitty and stupid and fucked, and you shouldn't do it. Also, you shouldn't ever go into the studio. Also, you should never do music videos. Also, just never be in a fucking band. You should go into the studio. Go to college. Being in a band is fun. I think it depends on your dedication to the style of music you're playing and... The band that you're in, like, and you have to run it well. Yeah, I there think- are so many shots in this video of Dawson drinking coffee. Really, that's his thing, though. Yes, I think when it comes to being in a band, it depends on your dedication to the band that you're in. Yeah. So for us, like the first few years, we were super dedicated, and then by the end of it, we were over it. Yeah. I I I just really think that. Depends on that. So do you think it's dependent? Like, is that is burnout just inevitable in any band, or is that specific to two? I don't think so, because I think bands like Kingdom of Giants or Dayseeker that have been doing it for a long time and still have, like, a very small but loyal following, Yeah, they've seemed to maintain that sort of vibe about their band, but that's not what we were looking for in the end you guys because you guys never really tried going for like the underground like cult audience you know it was to me at least it always felt more general than that it wasn't like we want to have like ten thousand fans that will just do anything for us we were happy with whatever success that came to us yeah like we weren't specifically seeking out like the masses but i think in the end that's what we wanted you know like Our like we grew up in the band, so when we wrote Saloon, we were completely different people by the time that we had started Handmade. Oh, definitely. that makes any sense. Yeah. Like we were completely different people. Like the people that we were writing Saloon were extremely like conservative Christian dudes, and then by the end of it, I had completely changed. Well, and you guys were kind of pretentious, right? Like you were a little bit elitist about like we're gonna do it our way, we're gonna do whatever we want. I don't right? think that was the intention going into it. it was, I don't but, think it was the intention, but I think it was like But I what think happened. that's actually what it was. Like I looking back on it, I can see it as that. And I'm not saying it, that as like judgment, but I'm just saying like I remember you guys in the process of writing Saloon and being like, we're gonna do our own thing and go our own way. Yeah. And kind of having that attitude about it, even though it wasn't all that different and it wasn't really your own way that you were going. And like people have commented, like that's 
the irony of like cover girl is people saw it as being preaching about like originality and about doing your own thing and being your own person. And I've seen people say like, well, this is just kind of standard metalcore, except now there's a banjo in it. Mm-hmm. Like that was kind of the funny thing about that song though. Definitely. It was supposed to be a parody. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people saw that. And I've seen comments saying like that handmade does feel more mature because it's more honest with itself. That depends on your perception of oh, the reality. Like, well, your and, truth. And, um, but those comments are coming from people <laughs> that don't know you guys and didn't see that yeah. growth in you. But that is... You just said it. That seems to be the perception. Your truth is not valid. Your truth is your perception. <laughs> Basically, you're like, worthless. So our perception going into Saloon was the whole DIY thing. Like, oh, we can do this ourselves after we had burned the bridge with John Velasquez. Yeah. You know, like... Your last... The producer. And we kind of were like, yes. fuck you to everybody at that point. But yeah. we didn't see it that way. We thought we were doing the right thing. And I think going into Handmade, after we had burned that bridge, we were just like, oh, we can do all of this. Like, Kyle has the capability of building drums and doing all of it. And Dawson has the capability of producing and recording the record. That doesn't mean that we should have done it. That's just... In our adolescent, immature minds, like that's what we thought that we were capable of and yeah. putting out like the best product that we could doing everything ourselves. The idea of if you want anything done right, do it yourself does not yeah. always apply. And it didn't apply. Yeah. Like looking back on it, but when you're in it, it's completely different. Like when you're in doing what, what were we doing? Like six to eight months of tour. And then on top of that, trying to write a record. Like there was just a lot going on. So your perception of what reality actually is, is completely skewed. Yeah. I think the, the biggest thing that Did any of that makes sense. It, I think it does. I think so. Okay. The, the biggest like bummer of TOC to me, like the, it's like what was left unsaid or I guess unwritten was like, there, you guys did show so much growth as people and as musicians and songwriters, et cetera, from, from what is my destiny, which is a cute EP that's not necessarily good. <laughs> what by, is my destiny? Not necessarily good by any definition of the word, but cute, and I still enjoy listening to it. But like that growth from that to handmade, that's like my and I don't I can't say I have regrets, but like that's the biggest regret I have is like not being able to see what would have come after handmade in terms of personal and musical growth from the four of you. Well, I surely didn't grow any personally. I still five and three quarters. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. Our growth has stayed the same dick wise. <laughs> no, I was younger than I've, gr- I've groweth. <laughs> I promise guys I've grown. <laughs> I'm bigger now. I kind of wondered that too, like what would have happened if we stuck with it? Yeah. But I don't think anything that we would be proud of. I still wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. We were just so over it by the time that we had quit that the whatever few months afterwards when we finally decided to inform Dawson of our quitting, I think we would have been disappointed with whatever we had done with whatever happened after Handmade just because we weren't fully invested in it. Yeah, because we had decided to quit. But I would be curious to see like what a record would have sounded like if we would have stayed with it. 
Like if we were fully invested after handmade, what would that record? And if you guys were all like sound happy, like, it would have definitely been even poppier than what handmade was. I think that's how most bands trend though. Is just like the longer they go, the closer to pop they get. Because I mean, that's not universally that's true, but what people like, and that's what we liked. <laughs> like yeah. none of us at the end of the band, like do we listen to metal core metal anything core music I think even for the last couple of years of you guys being in the band because i was frustrated that you guys didn't listen to metal core i don't know why i listen to more now than i did then holy shit yeah holy <laughs> shit <laughs> i didn't Fuck, listen to Parker. any then yeah i was so, over it yeah yeah you were probably and now i'm like okay i well, like some so- of this shit you're so exposed to it too. Yeah, like you're that's like your just fucking lie. That was the all thing. Right that was now. why. Why is overload <laughs> overwhelmed with metal? <laughs> so much metal. <laughs> Cooper, how are you? I'm fucking tired. Are you ready to be done with this podcast? I yeah. I think this is the last. I was episode. born ready. This is the last one. No, we're done. No. You and Angela move and we'll never hear from you again. Yeah, we're going to cut all contact. Right, babe? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she was ready with that. She's been waiting. Thank you so much for listening to episode 14 of Fires and Facts. <laughs> if you want more of our stupid garbage bullshit trash pile shit pile steaming Gar- cargo ship full of burning shit. Dumpster fire! You can find us at failuresandfakes.com. Otherwise, you can send us DMs and shit on there too, or at contact at failuresandfakes.com. Uh, follow us on Instagram, which is our primary social platform, Failures and Fakes Pod. Uh, find us on Twitter at Failures Fakes. I've been your host and paternal podcast potter, Cooper Nichols. I've been joined by Kyle the Schultz. Pillow talk. I've also been joined by TJ, the Tyler, the Kenny, the Nichols, TJ Nichols. My facial hair tastes weird. I've also been joined by Parker Shaw. Let me answer that question with a question. What question? What was the question? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Bye. I don't know anymore. Bye. Why are you coming them? Why are you coming them? And they're coming in the air! Oh, I'm singing here! I can't hear a word!